Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another week and episode of Derek and Eric. The Christmas. I think you mean Rams and Rams. After Christmas edition, Eric. Before New Year's Eve. So just think. Our next show, Eric, will be in a new year. After today. (laughs) But yes, your Rams. And my Lions! The Lions won their first division in, like, what, since the 50s? Yeah, win the division to lose in the first round. How about that? And the Broncos lose to one of the worst effing teams in the NFL. Thank God I didn't go to the game. That's all I have to say. Well, also, it was cold that night. 20, 22 degrees at kickoff, yeah. yes. Uh, a miserable game, miserable weather, miserable time, miserable team, miserable coach. Yes. That's right. You heard it here first. People and, and, I get to, and I get to see that miserable team in person tomorrow playing the Chargers. Jared Why? Stidham versus Easton Stick. Sign Why? Me up. Why are you going? Because <laughs> I was asked to go, so I'm going. Anywho. Should have asked to go watch it at a bar. It'd be better. You could get wasted there and at least have good food. Oh, I'll get wasted afterwards. Trust me. <laughs> <God>. <laughs> Anywho, we will do the NFL Week Week 16 recap. Uh, spoiler: Chiefs and Niners each lost. Ah, <laughs> uh, then we'll talk some Bronco news, some big news. As Eric said, he said, "Crappy coach, crappy organization, whatever." They did something. We will talk about that. Um, some NFL news. What the hell is going on with the Chiefs? I don't know, and I don't care because they suck. And it's great. <laughs> and wacko flacko, Eric. What the heck? What the heck's going? On? What the heck? What kind of juice is that old man drinking? Uh, I guess he's got the special stuff from uh, Space Jam. Man, I know he must. The water uh, laced with cocaine. Well, t- <laughs> Jesus. Oh come on! There's no way that it was just water in that <laughs> bottle. I mean, it's so- seriously. Ah, uh, we'll talk about the abs. Uh, Nuggets, man, they've been rolling. Abs and Nuggets are each, eh, they're rolling right now. They're, they're, they're doing good. Uh, we'll talk about week 16 or week 17, actually, excuse me, coming up. Playoff clinching scenarios. Your Rams, Eric. Rams, Rams, Rams. Yes. And then we will finish it off with our week 17 picks, Eric. Next week will be our last week of the regular season. How about that? God, just... Time really moves effing fast. Yes, it does. Anywho, let's start with the game recap. I believe last week we did talk about your Rams beating the Saints 30 to 20. We did. You want to talk about it again? No. But Rams beat the Saints, and the Rams went to 8 and 7, and the Saints dropped to 7 and 8. All right, then let's move on. Hold on. That effectively eliminated the Saints, too. Like it's not official, but their their season's pretty much done. Yeah, they suck. <laughs> Basic facts. They're and then let's sucks. then let's go to Saturday. Who the hell saw this coming? The Cincinnati Bengals went to Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh actually had an offense for once, and they win thirty four to eleven. I think this was kind of the inevitable with the backup quarterback situation for the Bengals. Yeah. I mean, he looks bad in this game. He still threw for 300 yards, but yeah, the three interceptions. 
George Pickens goes off for basically two two hundred yards, five yards short of it. Uh, Mason Rudolph, ten incompletions. Like hello, real quick, Eric. I saw a guy posted on his fantasy football playoffs. He had George Pickens and Amari Cooper on his bench this last week. <laughs> I, <laughs> I mean, you can't the play one, the Pickens one. I understand. Cooper was hurt. No, no, I'm talking about the the game he went nuts this last Sunday oh. for 200 some yards. But can you imagine having both those guys on your bench? Ouch. It happens. Ouch. But anywho, um, I, I think the I think the ceiling finally caved in for the Bengals. Yes, uh, I mean, did. they're still eight and seven. They were on a three game winning streak. Mm-hmm. They're a good team. It's just a backup QB can only take you so far. Yeah, Joe, if Joe Burrow was in this game, it'd be a hell of a different story. In my if opinion. Joe Burrow was still starting for Cincinnati, they'd probably be competing with the Ravens for the division. I would Maybe not so. win it, but yeah. So the Steelers go to 8 and 7 and the Bengals drop to 8 and 7. Uh next one here, the Bills visited the Chargers and and Chargers tried making it interesting. And Hey, I'll go ahead. Sorry, I thought you were done. No, and the Bills won 24 to 22 getting a road win against a crappy team. <laughs> what are you going to say? I think the Chargers actually just want to prove that they can still play up to the level that they can. And with Minus Eason's, Brandon Yeah, without, without Brandon crappy. Staley. And because they gave the Bills fits. The yes, Bills they did. didn't look good at all in this game offensively. 14 they, to 10 it was at halftime. You know. they, they, they ran for 100 yards. Josh Allen looked pedestrian again. And mm-hmm. I think, like, the Bills are, like, people are like, oh, the Bills are back in town. The Bills are back in town. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> not after this game. No. I still think the Bills will probably win the division, but it's all going to come down to the next week with the Dolphins. Uh, But, hey, look, I'll give the Chargers props. They showed up and they played their hearts. They did. I mean, they had nothing to lose, and they have injuries galore on the team. Keenan Allen, Justin Herbert, Josh Palmer. I mean, all these guys. Mike Williams, all these guys are missing. But, yeah, yeah, they still came out, and, yeah, they gave Buffalo a fight. And, Tarek, these are the teams that you got to watch out for these last three weeks. Teams with nothing to lose. Oh, yeah, they just want to play spoiler and just ruin your season. Exactly. Yep. So the Chargers dropped to 5-10, and and – as Eric said last week, they are officially eliminated from playoff <laughs> contention. And the Bills go to nine and six. <laughs> See how easy it was for me to do that voice? I love that voice. I know. All right, and then on the Sunday games, this team could just kiss my ass. The Atlanta <laughs> Falcons hosted the Indianapolis Colts. And won 29 to 10. And I told Eric I would never pick him again after losing to the Panthers. And then they come out and wax the Colts. And guess who picked him, Derek? This Screw guy. you. And I'll say <laughs> it the polite way. Screw you, Atlanta. That's all I have to say. Screw you. Um, I don't know if Atlanta played particularly well. It's just the Colts were awful in this game. And again, Bijan, the Bijan ceiling Robinson. is collapsed on a team with a backup quarterback. There you Gardner go. Gardner Minshew is going to take you only so far, and mm-hmm. I think it's starting to show again. 
Falcons had 406 total yards of offense, Eric. Yeah, 177 on the ground. And guess what? They're leading receiver and rusher. Bijan Robinson. What a concept! You use them and look what happens. And also, Kyle Pitts had a touchdown. Look at that. You're two offensive weapons and you use them and look what happens. You win a game! What a concept! I mean... You're two young talents. You use them and look what happens. You win. The Falcons still have a path to the division crown. I don't think they'll win it. They still have a so path dumb. to the playoffs. It's so dumb. But disgusting. I, I, they don't have a quarterback. No. They have a buttload of talent. But Clearly. Tyler, I, I always mess up his name. Taylor Heineke. I do too. And Desmond Ritter can only take you so far. Yeah, they're they're not very good. Also, Gardner Minshew, 200 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. Jonathan Taylor comes back, 18 carries, 43 yards. Not, not good. Much. Not good at all. So yeah, the Falcons go to seven and eight. Colts fall to eight and seven. Uh, next one here, another team that can suck it. <laughs> Seattle visited the Tennessee Titans and Seattle squeaks out and gets the win 20 to 17. And Eric, we were almost right in picking the Titans in this game. It's because the Seahawks aren't a good team. They're just lucking their way into back-to-back 20 to 17 wins. Seriously. Well, I, mean, I think if Will Levis played in this game, the Titans would have won. Yeah, because Tannehill had to have Derrick Henry throw a damn touchdown pass for him. Ryan Tannehill sucks. Dude, <laughs> I think this proves. Can we be done with Ryan Tannehill in the NFL? I think Is it's he, safe to can, say he's going to be a career backup going forward. I, I mean, I would take him as a backup in a heartbeat for but not sure. A, not, he's, not, he's not a starter anymore, though. He's I mean, also getting sacked six times doesn't help. No. But... Derrick Henry had a good game, passing touchdown, as I said. 19 carries, 88 yards, and a touchdown. And a rushing touchdown. The Seahawks played miserable for 98% of this game. Yes, they did. And then give them credit where credit's due. When the time came, they made plays. But you cannot live in the NFL doing this. You're going to lose a game like this. But the water pigeons can suck it, Eric. Puddle. 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 My bad. The puddle pigeons can suck it, and I think you can agree. Like, I agree. Screw I up. mean, Geno Smith, Look at listen to these stats. 25 of 36, 227 yards and two touchdowns. That's not good. It was no. just good enough. Yes. And I think if they played a team that was better, like they're going to this week, you're not going to win this game. I agree. <laughs> like, they're going to this Sorry. Week. Yep. Seattle, it's just, uh, yeah, I don't think they're anything special. Okay. They're that good. And it's not like their defense gave up a whole. They gave up a lot on the ground. What, buck yes, 62 on the ground is not good. And you're playing the Steelers, who, good when luck. they want to, can run the ball down your throat. Yep. <laughs> but Titans. the puddle pigeons won't effing die. <laughs> no, they won't. They have stepped on their neck. Time and time again, and it won't snap. Seahawks go to 8-7, and seven, still alive for playoff contention, but there is a certain team that did sweep them that owns a tiebreaker, and who is that, Eric? What? <laughs> the Rams! 
And the Titans go to 5-10, and ten, and as of last week and this week, Eric, they are... Well, I already say we were eliminated last week. We'll move on. That's true. Next one! My Lions! Went to Minnesota, and they almost blew it again, but thank God Nick Mullins sucks, and he threw four picks, well, so they bro, got the win. It should have been six. 30-24. <laughs> I mean, my God. how if They're finally benching. But if you're Kevin O'Connell, how do you not just pull Mullins aside and say, stop throwing the ball down the field? I mean, yeah, as we said, he had two touchdowns, but 411 yards. He's like, yeah, not bad until you see the four interceptions. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather have the Geno Smith line of the 227 and two touchdowns with no turnovers. But, hey, credit. For credits due, the Vikings were fighting to the end in this one. It's just the Lions are a better team. Thank and God. <laughs> and Tyson Jim- Chandler is your leading rusher with 17 yards. Oh! And eight carries. Eight the- carries. Oh, my God. 17, I didn't know that. 18 carries for 17 effing yards for the Vikings. Eric, he's averaging two yards a run. <laughs> I mean, needless <laughs> to say, the Vikings are going to be drafting running backs this offseason. Hello. Uh, one brutal thing that happened this game. TJ Hawkinson towards oh. ACL and MCL. So feel, feel bad, bad for, for that. Him. He had a good season, but yeah, he's he. Hopefully, he gets surgery right away. And also, Jordan Addison. Thanks for only getting me a point in this game, buddy. I appreciate it. Well, you got hurt. I know, but he screwed me. Oh, so so you're like, thanks for getting hurt, jackass. Now, my, <laughs> is that what you're saying? Pretty much. Here, here first, Derek, everyone. Derek is a horrible but, person. No, but Detroit. <laughs> Gibbs and Montgomery get it done for him, Eric. Three touchdowns they had. Yeah, Gibbs almost for fumbled th- the game away, too. But, seriously. Uh, look, the Lions, 6-2 and two on the road, 11-4. and four, Division no, NFC North champs for the first Yay! time ever. And you'll lose in the first round. Shut up. But yes, Eric I, I, said, I'm happy for the Lions, though, and, and they're just getting better. You know? Yes. 11 and 4, as Eric said, the Lions go, and the Vikings drop to 7 and 8. And Eric, I think it's safe to say they are now. Nope, nope. not yet. No. They, they, and, but, and we'll talk about why coming up later. Dun, 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 dun. Bum, bum. And up next, uh, the Jets almost blew it because Joby Brissett <laughs> came in, and thank God they didn't, but the Jets get the win 30 to 28 at home. Against the Commanders. I feel for Sam Howell. God, he's, he's bad. He's done. He's not bad. Six of 22, 56 yards, two picks. Ooh. What does he have to work with? The offensive Nothing. line is I mean, garbage. Nah, that's true. But And people are like, oh, Jacoby Brissett, he came in and looked well. And it's the third week in a row. And you want to know why Brissett's looked well? Because people have prepared for Sam Howell. They've seen mm-hmm. what they do. All of a sudden, Brissett comes in, gives him a spark because the defense doesn't know what to expect. And the reason he looked good against the Rams is because the Rams had their backups in. Yep, Greg, Greg, what do they call him? Greg with the leg? Greg Zerline? Yeah. Greg with the leg Zerline, Legatron, what do you want? I got I got a bunch of them, former Ram. Right. Yeah, 54-yard game-winning field goal with five seconds left. It. Yeah, but you're right. The, the Jets locked into this one. Mm-hmm. I mean, also, they had one, two, three, four, five, six people carry the ball for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, hello? Find one? Brees hello? Hall? Hello? hello? 
Yeah, Brees Hall. Hall did touch the ball 32 times, though. I mean, which is, do you agree? He is your best offensive weapon. Feed him the ball. No, no. He is the offensive weapon <laughs> for the Jets. As we said, yeah, Sam Howell got benched, and when Cope. Jacoby came in. I watched the game a little bit. I'm like, oh my God, Washington has new life. The Jets are going to blow it. And they almost did. But they did. It's just Washington's just in a spot where they're not good. No. I would still look at Sam Howell, but they're going with Brissett for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's too early to give up on Howell. Sam Howell can sling it. Without a doubt, the guy's got to turn... Tone it down, though, on the turnovers big time. He has to. Yeah, I 100% agree. But this is a really good Jets defense, man. Pretty good. Jets go to 6-9. and nine. Commanders drop to 4-11. and 11. For trash. Yeah. Uh, Speaking another... of a team that almost blew the lead. God, seriously. The Packers visited the Panthers, <laughs> and the Packers hang on. For the win, 33-30. to 30. I mean, it's just... I mean, what a game this was. And you want to know why the Panthers didn't get a shot to to uh, kick a field goal? Because NFL clocks don't run with uh, seconds. Or like, you know, point something seconds. Oh, the way the they, Panthers, the Panthers lost Panthers that game. The Panthers spiked that ball with about half a second left. Oh, And I they know. didn't give it to him. I know. I felt bad for him watching that. I really did. Um, but, dude... Bryce Young. Young. Hello. Hello. I I watched this game because I needed the Packers to lose. But he looked awesome. And it's not hard to look awesome against the Joe Barry defense. (laughs) Um, Jordan Love wasn't special, but he didn't need to be because they finally gave the ball to Aaron Jones. What a concept. 21 carries, 127 rushing yards. Average six yards a carry. Hello! We've been saying it all year, Eric. Well, and then, but, like, he's been on and off the injury report. But when they play him, they're like, F, I think about 10 carries is good. You guys think that's good? All right, let's give it to A.J. Dillon, who's slow. God, I hate the Packers. I know, they're dumb. Um, no, Bryce Young, though, having a game like this, very, very encouraging for the Panthers. And the two veteran receivers they have, DJ Shark and Adam Thielen, six catches each, 98 and 94 yards. Eric, like we said, this offseason, if you surround this kid with talent, I think he could be pretty damn good. And I, I, He's I, got to build up that offensive line and run game. Exactly. But I think if you build you build up that team with talent and put it around him, Bryce Young, I think, will thrive. So the Packers go to 7-8, and eight, and the Panthers, oh, poor Panthers, drop to 2-13. and 13. But I feel better about them now, don't you? Yes. Bryce Young has starting. He's starting to show those flashes of why they took him number one overall, and he's looking good. Yes, he is. Next one here, the Texans. Case Keesum. Thanks a lot, buddy. Texans hosted the Browns, and the Browns get the win, thirty-six to twenty-two. And apparently, nobody wanted to cover Amari Cooper in this game, Eric. No one. Yeah, I think the injuries caught up to the Texans in this one, big They're- time. Their, their defense is banged up. Their offense is obviously banged up. And the Browns aren't. And I, I think that's what this came down to. I mean, 15 points in the fourth for the Texans. It was just too little too late. Case Keenum, the backup QB, strikes again. Mm, got benched. Yeah. And look, this game put the Browns into winning a playoff spot on Thursday night, which they did, which we will talk about. But... 
Joe Flacco, like, he's drinking the cocaine water. He's drinking something out there. I mean, my God. You know why, though? It's because he's playing for a contract. Now, I tell you what. After this season, ain't no way I'm giving Joe Flacco a contract. At 38 years old? No, the dude's old, man. He's a fossil. But no, Amari Cooper, as we said, 11 catches, 265 yards, two <laughs> touchdowns. He had a 75-yard touchdown pass. Isn't he one Catch. of the, he's like the only like one of three or four receivers to put up 200-yard receiving games for three different teams? Yes. It's insane. Eric, Eric, Why does averaged, he keep getting traded? I don't know. Eric, he averaged 24 yards to catch this game in each reception. Dude, you don't think the Cowboys would want him back? Are you kidding me? Seriously. Him I with think, a, a CD Lamb? My takeaway from this, though, if Flacco doesn't cut down on the turnovers, it's going to cost the Browns in the playoffs. Yes. He's thrown a lot of interceptions since he's come back. Yes. Fun fact, Eric. Yes. Joe Flacco needs 75 yards to pass Johnny Manziel for most passing yards in Browns history. You want to know another funny stat? That goes to show you how, ba how bad Johnny Manziel was for the Browns. You want to know another funny stat? What? Jordan Love has thrown for more passing yards in a season than any Bears quarterback has in their history. And it's been one year for Jordan Love. <laughs> the Bears are bad, man. <laughs> Browns go to ten and five at the time. Uh, Texans drops to eight and seven. All right, on to our afternoon oh. game. Man, talk about a team on the downfall. The Jaguars visited the Bucks. Your doppelganger, Eric, he did it again. Had himself a hell of a game, Baker Mayfield, and the Bucks got the win, thirty to twelve. Dude, the Bucks have won four straight, and Baker's looking pretty damn good. And my opinion, Eric. I might be in the conversation for comeback player of the year. He's looking I pretty mean, damn good. <coughs> Matthew Stafford. But Yeah, maybe. Him too. Uh, <laughs> Baker, <laughs> Baker, <laughs> Baker, Excuse Baker, me. Baker and Stafford, I definitely I think are top two right there. Yeah, I mean they're they're set up to basically they're they win and they're in now. Mm -hmm. uh, they've they've played really well. And I think they lost six of seven at one point. Yes. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep, six to seven. After starting off three and one. But and Eric, uh, as we say every week, when in doubt, just throw the ball to Mike Evans. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I think facing an injury plague Jaguars team at this time, mm. they just took advantage and all literally ran away with it. Trevor Lawrence was your leading rusher in this game. When you have Travis Etienne, that yeah, you're not gonna win. Well, they were down, and Calvin Ridley one rush for minus 12 yards. How the hell did that happen? With four turnovers for Jacksonville, the the Bucks none. Yeah, that's you're not gonna yeah. win a lot of games. Lawrence you know, that with two bad picks. He Very bad. Lost a fumble. Evan Ingram fumbled. And Lawrence is out now with a shoulder injury. Yeah. Uh, if you're Tampa Bay. Do you re-sign Mike Evans and uh, Baker this off-field? This off-field? Off-season. I. Oh man. Because they're both. They're both. This is both last year. Their deals for both of them. Both of. Both of these nuts. Um. <laughs> both of these quarterbacks. Yeah. Both of these players. 
Do you bring back Baker? Do you Man. bring back Mike Evans? Because they're both going to be free agents, Eric. That's something Tampa Bay is going to have to think about this offseason. Mike Evans, yes. I mean, the guy's uh, a if, if, if I'm the owner of the Bucks, I want Mike Evans to retire as a Tampa Bay Bucks. Seriously. I mean. Um, Baker Mayfield, though. Man. That's tough. I think he's done enough to prove that he can be the guy. 26. I don't know if you're winning the Super Bowl with Baker Mayfield, though. 3,598 yards, 26 touchdowns, 8 picks on the season, Eric. All yards and touchdowns are top 10 in the NFL, Eric. Not bad. I mean, they're going to host a playoff game. Mm-hmm. It'd probably be the Cowboys that they're playing. Dallas ain't going to win. If they win the playoff game, Probably. Absolutely. Baker Mayfield's my guy for the next three years. But uh, I, man, I, we'll have to talk about tough. it when we get to NFL news. Yeah. That's tough. Yeah. Bucks go to eight and seven. Uh, Jags drop to eight and seven. Eric, Jacksonville's lost four in a row. I know, dude. And it's, like I said, it's not going to get better for him with Mayfield, Oof. not Mayfield, Lawrence going out. Oofta. And a game that nobody really gave a damn about. The Bears hosted the Cardinals and won 27 <laughs> to 16. <laughs> yeah, you know how I said that Kyler Murray game was coming? Eh, nope, not yet. Nope. Uh, it's not like he was bad. No. It's just that the Bears' defense is actually playing surprisingly well. Right and uh, safe to say, Cole Komet. Uh, Justin Fields is the favorite target now on Cole Komet. Guy has hey, been balling out the last few catches weeks. catches the ball, but Khalil Herbert, 20 carries, 112 yards. Justin Herbert had nine for 97. I mean, my God. Justin Hurt, Justin Fields? Justin Fields. My bad. <laughs> One of the Justins out there. <laughs> hey, we'll talk about this coming up. I've got a, got a, a juicy nugget for you. But not, not much needs to be said about this game. Two crap teams. Bears go to 6-9. Cardinals drop to 3-12. and 12. Um, I think this is what you want to see from the Bears, though. Justin Fields? It's per- Yeah. Offense wake now, up and score, yeah. Like, I would like the yards to come up a little bit passing-wise. Mm-hmm. But 170 yards in the air, 97 through the ground, and a touchdown, both passing and rushing. Yes. That's a perfect Justin Fields game. That's what mm-hmm. you're looking for. Yes. Is it sustainable? Yeah. I don't know. And that's another team. When they're officially eliminated, we'll talk about <laughs> we'll talk about what, what we think they should do. But Which after this week, a lot of teams might get eliminated. Uh, after 100%. this weekend. Oh, yeah. 100%. And on to our last game, game of the week, possibly. The Dolphins hosted the Cowboys, and the Cowboys... Once again, suck and lose on the road, twenty-two to twenty. See, I don't think this was game of the week because I thought both teams looked bad. They, they did. I don't think either team showed me enough to say like, yeah, I think you're you're the real deal. Like the Dolphins won the game, sure, but it's because the Cowboys' offense was pedestrian. Real quick, Brandon Cooks catch that he had in the end zone, Woo! phenomenal catch, damn good catch by him. Um, and also, I don't think the Cowboys did enough offensively for me to say, like, yeah, your offense can handle things on the road. They but can. also, I don't think their defense did enough to stop Tua. No, they didn't. Now, it's really hard to do that. 
Especially mm. when Jalen Waddle only has 50 yards on one catch. Like, what? <laughs> um, what? <laughs> but, like, the Cowboys don't have a running game. Yeah, 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 I know that. Uh, Tony Pollard Ugh. is the most disappointing player this year. No sh- Sorry, I had to put that in there. But, you're, yes, I know, Eric. He is. God. First round pick my ass. He sucks. You picked him in the first. You're stupid. I Well, I did. <laughs> I ain't making that mistake again. But, no, I mean, their running game, you don't get a running game, Dallas. You got to have a good sense of balance. And if you can't run the ball well, especially in the playoffs on the road, you're in trouble. Because guess what? Dak Prescott can't win you a game. I actually disagree with that. I like Dak Prescott's final drive, but then again, when it came to it, the Cowboys defense couldn't stop the Dolphins. So it's like, I I don't like either team right now, dude. Mm -hmm. I I don't trust either one, especially in the playoffs. So the Dolphins go to 11-4. Dallas drops to 10-5. Now... Sunday night. Dun, 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 dun. Last Monday. In a cold-ass Sunday night game <laughs> and 16,000 no-shows for that matter, the Broncos hosted the Patriots and laid an absolute effing egg and lose 26-23 to the New England Patriots, Eric. A 20-point third quarter for the Patriots. Hello? Really, really hurts for the Broncos, man. You I made mean... Bailey Zappi look like an all-star. <laughs> Bailey effing Zappi. But, and then, then a- after all that, you're down 23, what, to seven at one point? Russell Wilson leads two seconds. awesome drives, two eight-point drives, ties the game up. The Patriots punt the ball back, basically saying, we know we're not good enough. Here's the ball. And then the offense stalls. But I'm not blaming Russell Wilson for this. Sean Payton's play calling is f***ing garbage. (laughs) Yes. Yes, it is. Those two drives that they scored, he wasn't playing. I don't know what he called. Fantastic drives and then yeah when when they got the ball back what the hell are you doing the i don't most know boring play calls ever like what are you doing just get the ball just get it to overtime hello or better yet, or better yet kick a field goal and win the game i know i so we'll we'll we'll, just, we'll talk about it more in depth coming up but oh. this is a bad loss for the broncos and the fallout is even worse yes Denver dropped to seven and eight. Patriots go to four and eleven. And though they aren't officially eliminated, this basically eliminated them from playoff contention. Oh, they're eliminated. When they lost to the Dolphins, I figured they were eliminated. <laughs> I mean, no joke. Uh, we'll talk about. It. We'll. we'll, we'll, we'll On to our Christmas game. A gift that I received. The Chiefs hosted the Raiders and lost twenty to fourteen. <laughs> So, I've got a funny story for you, Derek. My buddy Adam, who listens to the show. What's up, Adam? Chiefs fan. fan. The football gods looked down on my friend Adam on Christmas morning as 
Happy little Adams opening his Christmas presents, waiting for his Chiefs game to start in his Chiefs jersey. Yeah. Go, screw your Christmas. And the Chiefs look like garbage. And I beat him in fantasy by .48 fantasy points. Oh, man, a double whammy. <laughs> a double whammy. Hello. And it, it was just for the consolidation bracket, too. But it, I just thought that was funny. Um, The Raiders won a game against the Chiefs without scoring on offensive touchdown and didn't complete a, a pass since the first quarter. Yeah, you heard that right. First quarter, and they still won the game. Eric. And people are sitting here going, oh, you got to give Antonio Pierce the head coaching position. Their offense is trash. Their offense is, I mean, Aiden O'Connell sucks. Let's just throw it out there. He ain't your answer. He's, he's not bad. a starter. No way. No, he's bad. But, uh, but Zamir, Zamir White not Woo! stopping him. That played a big part in the in the Chiefs. And also, needless to say, I think they're going to let Josh Jacobs go in the offseason. Probably. But turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. Mahomes, real quick, you want to lie? You want to yell at your offensive line? Won't you yell at yourself, jackass? You threw a pick six and cost your team points. So won't you yell at yourself? And then and he had a bad fumble too. That horrible fumble. Eric, real quick, Mahomes is third in the NFL with four. 14 interceptions. 14. I think, I think Mahomes is in a weird situation where he understands that the team isn't playing well and he's trying to like push them to play better because Mahomes is fantastic. Best quarterback in the league. There's no denying. No, there isn't. Even though I hate to admit that, I can't deny it. Yeah, because you can't blame Baby Hands Perk. Um... Maybe. <laughs> we'll get I, to them in a minute. Yeah. Well, we're going to get to them. And we'll talk about the Chiefs a little more in depth here coming up, too, in the recap. But I, I don't know what their problem is. I, I just don't think any, I don't think the team's executed. And I'm glad. And, and it just sucks of all years for Denver. To not be very good. I know! You could have won the damn division! Oh, man. Eric, it's, Eric, it's just three, salt three, in the wound, isn't three it? Three bad teams. Three bad teams. You played at home. Raiders, Commanders, Jets. You win all those three. Eric, guess what? They're, they're, they probably clinched the You're division. You're 10 and 4! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you beat the Patriots. That puts you at 11 and 4. Hello! If, if ifs and buts were candies and nuts, Adam would have had a happy Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Raiders go to seven and eight. Chiefs drop to nine and six. Yo, dude, real bro, fast. Bro. If the Raiders win out, they're in the playoffs. Can you believe that? Yeah, and I feel stupid because uh, my uh, <laughs> guy I work with, I bet him 50 bucks Denver would beat the Raiders. Oh no! No, and that happen. no, and that was and that was before the Lions game. And now I'm like, might as well just give it to them now. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way you're beating the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, anywho, next Christmas game, Eagles hosted the Giants, and the Eagles got the win, 33 to 25. But man, it's just they almost did it, man. They almost blew it to the Giants, Eric. I think people read into this game a little more than is necessary because the Eagles 
they kind of just fell asleep in the third quarter. Well, especially after they were the up pick 20 six. To three. The pick six, a 76-yarder. Hello. But honestly, the, the score was close, but the Giants were never really in this game. Yes. Um, Tyrod Taylor comes in at halftime, so Danny DeVito's officially done with. And I saw an interview with him with Peter Schrager before the game, and Peter Schrager was like, imagine the kid opens the Christmas present and the Danny DeVito jersey comes out, and I'm like, no one is buying a DeVito jersey, right? No. He's a backup, dude. Yeah, once once some teams get to watch some film on you, you're not that good. Sorry he was to say, never that good. Yeah, he had to run for his life half the time. But the Eagles got a big win here. They needed this win badly. They did need this win really badly, and it helps with what's going on with the next game. Yes, Eagles go to eleven and four. Giants drop to five and ten. Thirty-three twenty-five was the final of that game, by the way. Yes, the biggest game of the week. Game of the week, probably Monday night, Christmas night. Your Niners, Eric, hosted the Ravens and got their bricks blown off, yeah. thirty-three to nineteen. And Brock Purdy threw not one, not two, not three, but four interceptions. Derek, we talked about this before, and then Sam Darnold comes in and throws another one. We talked about this before we started recording, but uh, Kyle Shanahan, when his team is trailing by eight or more points in the fourth quarter, is 0-38 because the team is not built to play from behind. They don't have the players to try and make a comeback. No. Down three points, it's another story. But if if you've got a good lead on them, they can't make it up because they can't, bear with me, throw the ball more than 10 yards down the effing field. Sounds like a team here in Denver. <laughs> and even on defense, when they're down, they they don't have the talent because their linebackers are good in pass coverage, but they can't stop the run. And their corners are, bear with me, garbage. Because they are meant to rush the passer. This Mm -hmm. defense is meant to pin the ears back, make the ball come out quick, not let them sit back and throw the ball. Also, I'm going to say this, the Ravens get away with a lot of holding calls on the offensive line. Oh, big time. Big time. my God. Big time. Big time. But right now, the Ravens are the best team in the NFL. What do you think about Lamar tripping over the official and getting a <laughs> So, first of all, I feel bad for the official because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Good because God. he's not expecting Lamar Jackson did you to see sprint his... backwards 20 you... yards into the end zone. Did you see the official's face? Yeah. He was like, oh my God, they're coming. And then he falls. Lamar falls on him. I'm like, oh and no. The, the, the reason that play happened is Lamar Jackson. He's at the 15-yard line, and he runs backwards to the end zone. I'm like, what are you doing? He's playing techno ball, trying to run around, I guess. But, uh, look, Ravens came away with the win because that defense is damn good. And Brock Purdy sucks. That's right. Does Lamar Jackson go to the front of the line now for MVP after this game, you think? I 100% think so. I think so, I think it killed Brock Purdy's MVP chances. 
Yeah. Never should have been in the running in the first place, but what you going to do? But five interceptions, five turnovers for the Niners. Ouch. That's not how you win in the NFL. Ravens go to 12-3, and three, and they officially have the number one seed in the AFC. In the No, they Ra- don't. They don't. It's not I, locked up. N- not till this weekend, but I think they will. You never know. And the, and the Niners drop to 11-4. and four. All right, Eric. Hot story around this part of town, or actually around the nation for that matter, since it was announced. The story that's gripped the nation. So after the Broncos lost, Trey. Yeah, you tell me. You lose to the crappy Patriots. Sean Payton announces that Jared Stidham. Who? Yeah, Jared Stidham will be the starting quarterback for the Broncos the last two games, which means Russell Wilson will be bitched. And so I was like, okay. And then a story comes out. A game I was at, for that matter. The Broncos finally, after eight years, 16 effing straight losses to the Chiefs, beat them 24-9 to here at Denver, which was fantastic. Granted, Mahomes was sick, but I don't give a damn. He looked bad. The Chiefs looked bad. They had five turnovers in that game, and Denver absolutely just dominated them. But I guess supposedly after that game, the organization came to Russell Wilson and said, hey, we want you to take a, was it a a cut or come back on some of his guarantees on his contract? Is that what this I read correctly? So it was his injury clause. There if Russell go. Wilson got injured, he was like seriously injured and he was on IR. The Broncos owed him $37 million guaranteed this year. They wanted him to waive that. And Russell Wilson goes, uh, no. And I don't blame him. And Denver at the time was three and five. And like I said, you're going into your bye week, but you had just beaten a team you haven't beaten in eight freaking years. And yet you, I mean, and out of all the hacks, the Keenums, the Flaccos, the Lynch, Simeons, Locks, Teddy Two Gloves, Wacko. Did I already say Wacko Flacco? Probably not. No, probably, I don't think he did. Brandon Allen, all these hacks that came through since Manning retired. In my opinion, Eric, Russell Wilson has been the best quarterback they've had since Manning's retired. And look, last last season, last last season, it it was an anomaly because it was a bad coaching staff. But you remember after they fired Hackett, who was the coach that took over? Rosen. I forget his last name, but. He played, Wilson played well the last weeks of the season. Was it Ro- Rosenberg or Rosenberg? Rose, Rosenberg, Rosenberg. Ro- Rosenberg, Rosenberg. Rosenberg, Rosenberg, one of the two, yes. Rosenberg. Older, um, older guy, yes. They mm-hmm. played well under him because he was, you know, he was a leader and he they let, they, they did what they needed to to win. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's such a shame that someone who's respected in the NFL as Russell Wilson is getting treated like he's dirt on Sean Payton's shoes. Because he's not. Not all of this is on Russell Wilson. Oh, hell When no. the Broncos were winning, what did we say about Russell Wilson? 
He wasn't turning the ball over. He wasn't the reason they were losing. Do I think that Russell Wilson is the solution? No. No. God, no, he's not. But he wasn't the problem. No. The problem is, is the team sucks. There's no talent. They misdrafted Jerry Judy. Oh. Javante Williams is clearly not the running back we thought he was. Mm-hmm. Samaj P. Ryan is a pass-catching specialist, Not shouldn't have been paid all the money that he got. Jaleel McLaughlin is an undrafted player for a reason. And he's probably your best running back out of the bunch. Uh, I disagree. I don't think he's very good. He had a couple of good games. Congratulations. Well, he's got speed, at least, compared to the other two backs. The two offensive linemen you drafted, Ben Powers has been better. Or signed, yeah. Signed, I'm sorry, signed. McGlinchey. Ben Powers has been all right since the – but McGlinchey's been There's a reason the Niners let him go. Mm Mm-hmm. And – I don't blame Russell Wilson for this at all because he didn't get signed. Like he didn't present the contract to him. The Broncos said, here you go. And I think this is just safe to say in a couple Mondays, Eric, I think you'll be hearing George, George Payton, the GM being fired, which is a shame because now you're going to be doing the same thing. The Patriots and the saints have done where they let their head coach be a GM. Derek, what? It's the New Orleans Saints cap situation going into next year. $84 million over the cap. $84 million. What is the Broncos cap situation going into next year? Well, get rid of Wilson. You're going to be minus $139 million plus whatever else other penalties they have. Sean Payton likes to run teams a certain way, and it's worked once once yep because he had hall of fame quarterback drew Drew Brees. yep he likes older teams he doesn't like like he'll obviously draft young rookies come in you know whatever but he likes to build through free agency Mm -hmm. which he's not going to be able to do if they cut russell wilson Yes, $85 million he will be owed the next two seasons if they cut him. And that's a lot of money against your cap. (laughs) I think people fell for what the Rams were doing, where they supposedly the Rams went all in, right? That was the whole thing. They went all in. They did. I don't think people think how the Rams actually did things. The only reason the Rams were so bad last year is because Stafford, injuries, Donald, half the team was injured. Well, they didn't have a running game either. Because of Kyron Williams being hurt. Cam Akers being hurt. Yep. Mm -hmm. They They didn't have a team, basically. No, they didn't. And people this year were like, Rams are in rebuild mode. Rams are in rebuild mode because it didn't work last year. I'm like, if that were the case... Sean McVay would have retired and Matt Stafford wouldn't be on the team. Started three and six. They're now six and one the last seven games. Because the team is playing well. They're well coached. Yes. Helps to have a good coach. It it helps to have a real good coach. Yes, it does. (laughs) The Jets, they're going all in. Hey. Four plays into the season. They're all in is over. Yeah. Now they've got next year. 
That's fine. They're keeping all their coaching, which I think is the right move, by the way. I, I think it is too. And like people are like Robert Saul, he looks but miserable. Alan, I'm like, of course he looks miserable. He, he's dealing with Trevor Simeon and Zach Wilson. Would you be happy? Hello? No, no I wouldn't be. Those guys suck. <laughs> I, 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 like right here, I'm looking at a picture of Russell Wilson being interviewed in the locker room. He says, I was definitely disappointed about it. The stoic image on his face. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I, I don't want to crap on Russell Wilson here because he, he came out and he's like, I want to win for the Broncos. And I'm like, how can you not feel for this man? I mean, the Seahawks let him go because they, they, they Wilson wanted to do things a certain way. And Pete Carroll said, no, no, that's their, that's their right. Like they much. can do that. And they did it. Sean Payton comes in knowing the situation. The heist of the century the Seahawks pulled off. Pretty much. (laughs) But he comes in knowing the situation and basically just says, Russell, you suck. I hate you. I want you gone. I mean, he he never liked him from the get-go. No. He didn't. Can I be honest? If the Chargers job was up last season, I don't think Sean Payton would be here. He'd be in L.A. Probably. Screwing up the Chargers, probably getting rid of Justin Herbert. I mean, uh, I don't know. Sean Payton, he wants Drew Brees to come out of retirement, probably. 44. Was he 44, 45 years old now? He can't even use his shoulder anymore, Eric. Because he's old. He can't throw because he's old. Well, no, because he had that bad shoulder injury. Yeah, when he played. Yeah. I. But no, for Denver to do this, though, to Russell Wilson, it's, it's, it's very. It's classless and it's crappy. To be PG thirteen about this, yeah, that's what I'll say. It's, it is classless. Classless is the perfect way to put this. And I get it. It's a business. It's the NFL. It's tough. Yes. It's not this tough. No. This is like unheard of. Because in all honesty, in my opinion, yeah, Russell, the turnovers. He's yes, he's fumbled it a lot. He dumps the ball five yards down the field. But guess what? These next two games with Jared Stidham, you're about to see why he's a backup. <laughs> yeah, and no Cortland Sutton. He's no not going to have a receiver. Sutton's out with a concussion, and Marvin Mims and Jerry Judy are East questionable with injuries going into tomorrow. I mean, Derek, first of all, you gave up 70 points this year. <laughs> 70. Um, mm-hmm. But what going forward, what do you? What's the quarterback situation? You don't have the draft capital to move up and get somebody. No. Now maybe somebody falls to you at fourteen, mm-hmm. but you know, is Michael Penix Jr. the the future for this team? I don't know. Real quick, some fun uh, stats about Jared Stidham. Eric. Hold on, hold on. I'm not done. There. I don't want to. I I really don't give a <laughs> Stidham right now, Derek. I really don't. What is the situation going forward for the quarterback situation? Are you going to go get Jameis Winston? You're going to be worse. I'm tell I'm telling you right now, you go for Winston, Minshew, or anyone else. Russell Wilson's better than all of them. Yes, he is. But Sean Payton does this thing that Kyle Shanahan does, where there's a reason Garoppolo's not there. Anymore. Yeah. Is he wants a guy who's? Or there's a reason Trey Lance isn't there anymore. Because mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan wants his offense run a certain way. And whenever Purdy was bad in that game, did they always pan to, to Kyle Shanahan? And he's screaming yep. because he's not getting what he wants. Yep. 
Sean Payton wants a QB to come in and run the offense the way he wants it to be run. He wants he wants a robot at quarterback, basically. That's what he wants. He wants an effing robot that's going to be like, that's what yes, you want, I'll do that. Fine. But Sean Payton was lucky to have a robot that's a Hall of Famer at quarterback. And now you're going to run him out of town. You're going to run him out of town. And I saw this um, while we were talking about the recap. It says NFL rumors, if released this offseason, the Falcons, Steelers, and Patriots are among the teams expected to go after Russell Wilson. I said Atlanta. I've been saying all along, Atlanta will either go after Wilson or Kyler Murray, I think, are the two teams that could go and after And especially if he's released, Russell Wilson's going to be way cheaper than Kyler Murray. I mean, yeah, hey, if you're Atlanta, sign Russell Wilson to a one-year, $1 million deal. Because guess uh, what? He wouldn't take that. But but Denver's paying him thirty nine million dollars next year to stay away. Yeah, that's that's bad. You're paying some of that much money to just go away. Hello, and then the following year, you're paying him forty six million dollars to stay away. Which it's just going to kill the team in the future, Derek. Real this quick, team, this Denver... team is five years away from competing. I'm sorry, Broncos yeah, no, no, fans. they are, they are. After this decision, and I mean, and not to mention, they made the mistake of signing him to a deal before he played a snap for Denver. Derek, they screwed up bad. They shouldn't have done that. They shouldn't. What have do you done think? That. What do you think their record? Do you think they're going to finish eight and nine or seven and ten? They play the Chargers and the Raiders. I think they squeak out a win against the Chargers because it's here at home. But I'm so, telling you right now, they're not. They're not beating Vegas. All right, so you think they're going eight and nine? Yes, I guarantee you. Next year they're going to be worse. So they'll be. Oh, mark I mean, it down. Hell, record it. Do, with their with their cap situation, I'm not going to argue with you. Are you kidding me? Who are they going to be able to sign? They're not going to be able to sign anybody. They're going to sign some scrap off the street because, I mean, think about this. Going into next year, the only quarterbacks you'll have on your roster will be Stidham and Ben DiNucci. Ugh. And and they'll probably go get a free agent. I don't expect them to draft someone like Drake May is not going to be available at fourteen, and you can't move up. You know, ah, uh, uh, it's it's going to be miserable in town again for the Broncos. Now, the thing that they have behind them that's good is their owner is cash rich, which is what the Rams have been doing for years. Yes. They have a the Stan Kroenke just kind of shows up every once in a while and goes, Hey, how much money should I put on this check? And they go, oh, about 50 million. Okay, cool. And then he hands it over to him and he leaves. Pretty much. Yeah. That's how Mr. Uh, Greg Pinner is. Yes. That, that, that's exactly like. And I, Greg, I, and Greg, hey, at least Kroenke knows about sports. Greg Pinner knows nothing about sports. This is his well, first year. He does know nothing about sports. Well, what Kroenke knows no, about dis, sports. No, no disrespect to, to Greg Pinner, but he doesn't know anything about sports. He's learning this whole year. Well, the thing that Kroenke knows about sports is he gets people who know more about the certain sport and says, do it what you will. Just try and get me a winner. And, and, and I'm telling you, if you're going to have Sean Payton be your GM and your head coach, you know the last guy we let be GM head coach here, Eric? His name was Josh McDaniels. Look how that turned out. <laughs> yeah, that was just look. a mistake, though. Yeah, and then he went to the Raiders, and look what he did. The same effing thing he did here. Ran out your star tight end and ran out your quarterback. I, I mean, Russell Wilson's numbers, 3,070 yards, 
26 touchdowns, eight picks, right? He has the same touchdowns and interceptions as Baker Mayfield. No more and, fumbles. And, 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 yeah, more fumbles, but the same amount of yards. I mean, Russell's not the problem. It's the talent. It's the talent, talent on this team. The talent. I know it's not because right now you're the Chargers. Right now, I mean, they're probably already they're already here in town, probably watching some film. With these injuries announced for tomorrow, who are you afraid of on offense right now? <laughs> like in all honesty, who are you afraid of tomorrow? No one. No one. Uh, and guess it, what? If you have Khalil Mack coming at you tomorrow, can Jared Stidham run that well? No. Is he that mobile? No. no. I mean, he's he's better than he's, he's most QBs, but I'd rather have Wilson. Now, here's the thing. Wilson's not even being sent home. This is this is what Derek Carr had to deal with last year, by the way. Yes. With Josh McDaniels. He, jo- real classless by Josh McDaniels, too. Yeah, hence why he's gone. <laughs> now, maybe he had a point because Derek Carr's had a crap season. Yeah, but, but still, someone of your friend that's been quarterback of your franchise that long, you don't treat him like that. Franchise leader in passing, two for the Raiders. Anywho, um, mm-hmm. coming up, let's say this Sunday, Khalil Mack pops Stidham, which is a possibility because the offensive possibility. line sucks. And we're not now. We're don't miss. Line, we're not. We're not rooting for this. Line him if, over McGlinchey, and it might happen. <laughs> what if Stidham gets a concussion, cannot come back into the game? Then Russell Wilson. Russell has Wilson has to then come back out mm-hmm. and play. This guy's a better man than I am. I'd tell him to pound sand. I ain't playing for you. I would tell him, I'm going home and I'm staying home and I'm watching this game. Oh, absolutely. I'd tell Sean Payton to F off. That too. <laughs> I, I just, I, and I'm looking here at Sean Payton's ugly ass face. I, I, like, I can't stand the man. <laughs> this is the man that had a bad call in a playoff game. Now, granted, it was a really awful call. And he goes to the league and goes, we need to be able to review passion on films. Wait, wait. Real quick. God, I hate Sean Payton. Real quick to me, Sean Payton overrated oh what yes but do you want the only thing that i remember him by eric ha- having an onside kick in the super bowl and having the balls enough to do it and to recover it yeah good for him and then you do that this year for denver and guess what raiders recover it and they score that's on you dumbass i just i it, it's a it's a sucky situation this offseason for denver will surely surely very be very very interesting of what's going to happen. I, I know, and it, it, it's it's such a shame. It is, but no, hey. I, it's it's it disgusted me after hearing that story. Maybe about the Deshaun Chiefs. Watson will come to town. Do not say that. If that <laughs> if that mother, you know what comes, to Eric. I would not be a Bronco. I'm telling you right now, Deshaun Watson comes to the Broncos. I'm not a Broncos fan. Yeah. That's why I All hate right. the Browns. Anywho, well, let's speed on. this. Let's speed this nonsense up. Let's go to some NFL news. Uh, Eric, what's what's going on with the Chiefs? I just don't think they're playing very well. And I have here in the rundown. Are they bad? Or are we just not used to seeing them struggle? I think we're just not used to seeing them struggle. And neither is Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes and, looks dumbfounded on the sidelines. And. Kelsey said it on his 
podcast. He's like, we just got to play better. We've just got to take responsibility, you know, all the players speak or whatever, but it's true. But I'm not playing well. And then Kelsey, he's on his helmet. And then Mm. someone goes to give it back. And Andy reads like, Oh hell no, don't touch that helmet. He's not going back in for a little bit. And not to mention Travis Kelsey, in my opinion, Eric, he's on the back nine of his career. He's 35 years old. Yeah. You got to remember that. He's getting up there in age. He ain't getting any younger, peeps. He's still a damn good tight end, man. Like, so good. When he wants to catch it. But he lets his emotions get the best of him. Big time. And, and like, the one thing I will say about him, when he drops it, he takes responsibility, and then the next two or three throws are like, oh, no way he's dropping that ball. But also, like you said, on off air before we got on, 30 drops. You 30 need, drops. And I hate Leads to say NFL. it, but Mahomes' cap hit the next three seasons, Eric. Have you seen it? High. Say that again? Mahomes' cap hit for the next three seasons. Very, very high. With, with reason. With yeah. good reason. But, but if you're the Chiefs, are you going to be able to afford anyone to catch the ball? I mean, again, I mean, the salary cap's going to go up, but yeah, still, I think Uh, it's safe to say chiefs, you know what you're doing in the off season receiver receivers receivers. Yeah. (laughs) And, you know, look to the draft too, but um, I don't know how many free agents they have. We'll, we'll look that up. And Kadarius Tony, I think he should just, just cut him because now you see why the giants gladly shipped him to you. Yeah. Guys trash. Yeah, and like Rasheed Rice, I think could be a very good receiver. He's just a rookie, but he's just and he rookie, makes mistakes. Yeah. Not everyone's Puka Nakua. Yeah, <laughs> that freaking freaking nature, man, is that guy fast? He's just good. Well, he's got. Hey, it helps Yo, to have. Man. It helps to have a pretty damn good teacher on the other side of you, though, Eric. You well, know, just you just saying that, that catch he made against the Saints falling down. Woo-hoo! But but just saying just, to have a teacher like that playing opposite side of you. That that plays a big part in, I would in helping say so. you. Yeah. <laughs> and then it happened once again, Eric. The Cowboys look like the best team. And then they lose back to back games. They are just on a the road. different team on the road. Yes. And it doesn't get much easier for them this week because now they've got the Lions coming to town. Tonight, actually. Granted, it's at home, but can they get back on track? I think their offense will, but you know what scares me is their defense has not been good. Mm-hmm. They can't stop the run. Yes. And the Lions coming to town with those two running backs, we'll see. No, but you know, you know who's really disappointing? So besides Tony Pollard on that team, hmm. have you heard Micah Parsons' names called in any game you've watched with them? Not really. Where has he gone? I mean, he's 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 a game wrecker, but he's not being a real game wrecker. No, like people are neutralizing him. It's like my my God, you know who is a game wrecker, Eric Max Effin Cross. Oh my God, that he's so man, good. that man, dude, is that, an absolute monster. And that face mask he has, I'm like, oh my God. But he is just, I mean, I I can't, I don't, I'm not a fan of the Raiders, but my God, Eric, that man is. A it's hard good, not to like Max Crosby. Yeah, there's not he, many men who are game wreckers. That man can wreck a game. I've said it before. Max Crosby's the guy that on the field, everyone in the NFL took him and goes, hey, calm down. 
Guy is an absolute – yeah, he's a machine. He's ridiculous. But, look, Cowboys, they still have a path to the first – not the first seed, but to win the division. But now with the two games the Eagles have left. But real quick, Dallas, I'm telling you right now, Dallas, road game in the playoffs, they ain't going to win. Don't they're pick one, them. They're one and done. If they play – their first game is on the road, they're done. Well, and last year, remember the playoff game they had was against a broken Tom Brady, and they missed every field goal, <laughs> an extra point. And how about that? Their kicker's doing so well this year. What if he gets to the postseason and starts missing them? Hey, you never know. Could happen. Oh, geez. Speaking about a team who's missing, what the hell is going on with the Jacksonville Jaguars, Eric? They were 8-3. and three, Now they're 8-7. and seven. Well, let me see if I could pull it up here. But The Colts, uh, Texans, and Jags are all 8-7 and seven in the AFC South. Yeah, and Jacksonville is basically two wins away from clinching the division, but they're playing the Panthers with no Trevor Lawrence this week. C.J. Beathard gets the start. Former Niners backup, yeah. The way the Panthers have played this year, they could probably still eke out a win there. But Jacksonville loses this game, Eric. My God. If Jacksonville loses, they're done, man. Eight and eight? They are done. And what the hell is going on with them, though? Your best offensive tackle is questionable and Cam Robinson. Zay Jones is questionable. As I said, Lawrence is out with a shoulder injury. Mm. Christian Kirk is on injured reserve for him now. Real quick, when he went when he went hurt, when he went down hurt, Christian Kirk, their offense. I mean, think about this. They haven't won a game since Christian Kirk got hurt. Yeah. And since December 8th, I believe, is when they put him on IR. Yeah. Yes. Um I, I they're just they're hurt and their defense that which was really good before just stopped playing well. Mm. Yes, and if they don't win this week, they can't. Oh. They don't have time to turn it around. Oh, they are in deep, deep trouble if they lose this week. All right, and also Wacko Flacco. What the hell is going on with this guy? Some old ass man who was on his couch weeks ago, has came in and has been like a spark on the Browns' offense. You want to know why? Why is it? Listen to their last four games. I mean, Jacksonville, good team, but they're struggling. Took advantage of it. Yes. Chicago, which they barely won. That's Yeah, uh, yeah. Darnell Mooney drop away from losing, yeah. The Texans without C.J. Stroud and half the defense and the other half of the offense. Mm -hmm. And the Jets. And the Jets gave up in this game, dude. You could tell. They should have had another two, three interceptions. Trevor Simeon started for the Jets. The Jets' defense has packed it in. They're done. Yeah. And I wouldn't expect them to play anybody in the final week. Like, no Sauce Gardner or what have you. I wouldn't. Yeah. But the Browns are taking advantage of a Good schedule. That's it. And real quick, though, as we said, 13 touchdowns, eight interceptions Flacco has had, Eric, in four games. And that's going to cost you some game. That's going to cost you in the playoffs. Let's say things finish out with the Browns winning out. 
They would be the five seed. I think they're locked into the five seed right now anyway. Mm -hmm. So, like, maybe they don't play starters next week because they play the Bengals. The Bungles. But they're basically locked into the five seed. They could potentially win the division if they win out and the Ravens lose out, which I don't think is going to happen. But if you do that, you're going to be playing the two seed, which could be Miami or Buffalo if the Chiefs get lucky. But it's going to be Miami or Buffalo. And guess what? All three. You think they can win against those teams? No. No. You know why? Because Buffalo and Miami's defenses the last several weeks have been stepping up and playing damn good. Especially Buffalo's. Especially Buffalo's. But yeah, you play those defenses. You have three picks, Flacco in that game. Those all three of those picks are going to come to bite you in the ass, and you're not going to win. But here's the difference between so before they went on this four game losing streak, they lost the Broncos and the Rams pretty badly too. Oh, they got smoked by Denver and the Rams. The Rams beat them thirty six nineteen. That's right. What are those? What are, at the time? What did the Broncos and Rams have that these last four teams don't have? Uh. Compatible offenses. A pass rush. Or that too, yeah. Baron Browning, yeah, smacked the hell out of Dorian Thompson Robinson in that game. (laughs) Aaron Donald in that defensive front took advantage of the Browns offensive line. Old man Flacco, yeah. I I don't believe in the Browns offense. I don't. Like, it's amazing what's happening. And it It is. is. And the... Despite this last game against the Jets, previous weeks, the running running attack has not been very good. Yeah. But can't rely you took on advantage. The, the only reason you didn't lose to the Bears is because you took advantage of them not quite clicking. They make, like they made mistakes, you took advantage, which is football. Yeah. But you're lucky Cole Komet dropped the pass. That would have been a walk-in touchdown from the 50. And Darnell Mooney dropped. And Darnell eight. Mooney dropped a Hail Mary. Oh, that was brutal. So, the Browns are in the playoffs. Can they make a run? I don't think so. No, I don't think they will either. No. All right, on to our last one, Eric. My Lions! They clinched their first NFC North Division title. But, the big but, can they be Super Bowl contenders? They can, but... Do they have to play at home, maybe? I think they're too young. Yeah. I think they're a little inexperienced. Real quick. Dude, you got to stop saying real quick. <laughs> no, all right. <laughs> can they can they beat the can they beat the Eagles? No. See, I think they could. I don't think so. These last several weeks, though, the way the Eagles have looked. But yeah. I, I yes. And I don't think they can. The Niners, though, I don't think they can beat the Niners. So if the playoffs ended today, guess who they would be playing? The Rams. Matt Stafford coming back to Ford Field for the first ever hosted playoff game in Ford Field. Now I think the Lions would be jazzed. But the way they're playing? Now... Especially the their defense has been town. very. Yeah. The Seahawks come to town. You lost to them earlier. I think they win that game. And but Detroit, well, let's yeah. say the Packers sneak in and get the six seed. 
That's, that's that yeah. That would terrify me if I'm a Lions fan. Oh, yes. Especially after Thanksgiving. Could they win that? Sure. I don't think they can beat the Eagles in Philadelphia. I don't think they can beat the Niners. And we'll see if they can beat the Cowboys in I mean, Arlington. And tonight, yeah, tonight will be their test. They play Dallas in Dallas tonight. And, hey, they have a chance to get the number one seed, Eric. It's still a possibility. And I love Jared Goff. Respect the hell out of him. I don't know if you can win a Super Bowl with Jared Goff. Probably not. It's already been tried once, and it didn't work. Correct. <laughs> In fact, they won it with the Lions quarterback. What do you hey, know? Yeah. <laughs> so it'll be interesting because, let's see, they have – they're at Dallas, then they are at – or no, or host Minnesota. Yeah, because they were at Minnesota last week. They'll so, probably be 12-5. and five. They could be 13-4, and four, but I don't know if they will or not. Yeah, tonight's a big question mark, but I do think they will, they will beat the Vikings. Because did you not see also, Jaron Hall is starting for Minnesota, so Minnesota is packing their bags for the next two weeks. <laughs> you don't know that. The Packers defense can give up touchdowns to anybody. Yeah, well, we'll see. <laughs> All right, let's shift gears here. Let's talk about the ball arena teams. And first, we will talk about the Avs. And Eric... All I have to say is, why the hell do the damn Yotes play the Avs so effing tough? Because I think they understand that the Avs are a better team, and if they need to win, they have to play their A game. But in the game where the Coyotes didn't play their A game, the the game before Christmas break, the Coyotes got trounced. So real quick, uh, sorry. Just don't say it. Just go into what you want to say. You don't hear me do it. I walk all over you. Go ahead. Okay. So, four times the Avs played since our last Hey, real quick. I'm sorry. Their first game, they played the Senators, and my God, Nathan Effie McKinnon. Four freaking goals. I watched this game. Oh, my gosh. What a game. I mean. The Senators were up four to two, and I'm like, damn it, Avs, you're getting smoked by a crappy team, and they must have heard it. Because then Ranton and McKinnon, Ranton and McKinnon went on a freaking four, yes, four goal spill, and the Avs won six to four. And but 45 shots for Ottawa in this game, Eric. 45. And despite giving up four goals, I thought Georgiev played his ass off. Can you believe, though, out of all the greats the Avs have had, Nathan McKinnon is the first one to score four? That one stunned me. I, seriously? And look at all the all-time. I mean, Milan Haydu, Forsberg, Joe Sackett, uh, Chris Drury. I mean, the list goes on and on of Avalanche Wow, you greats. put Chris Drury on a list of greats? I mean, he was okay. He was it's okay. Fine. Yeah. but <laughs> Matt Duchesne, good goal scorer? Yeah, I mean, he had all these Guys, but in the yet McKinnon's the first one to ever score four. I just yeah, that was shocking. So listen to this. This was before Christmas. Yes. The NHL released their oh, three yeah. stars of the week. Mm-hmm. Number three, Patrick Kane. In four games played, four goals, four assists, eight points. That's a pretty good week, right? Pretty good, pretty good. yes. Number two star, 
Mika Zibanejad, the ugliest player in the NHL. <laughs> three games, four goals, three. Judging someone by their looks, Eric. Hello. Look at this man. I I, I know. You can't I'm... tell me that he's an attractive man. He Anywho, needs to see a barber ASAP, bud. <laughs> in seven game, in three games, excuse me, four goals, three assists for seven points. That's good, right? That's good. Number one star, Kirill Kaprizov. In four games, four goals, three assists, seven points. Now, first of all, Patrick Kane had the better game, the better week out of all of those guys, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yes. In the same week, in four games, Nathan McKinnon. Nate, the great. Six goals, five assists, 11 points, and one four-point game, and one five-point game. Hello. Not on the list. It's Why? The, it's the East Coast not watch the Avs hockey. Oh, I almost swore. Nonsense. Seriously. That we get all the time. And it's just a shame because Nathan McKinnon right now is the best player in the NHL and no one cares because no. Connor McDavid's had great years beforehand. Hey, Connor McDavid, he got 33 points. The Avs have 47 despite losing to the Coyotes in overtime, which was a good thing. It was an overtime got a point. Yeah, yeah. Thank God. Still top of the central division. And the Sweet. Avs have lost twice to Winnipeg and they're still above Winnipeg. Now, they've also played three more games than the Jets have. That hurts them a little bit. So, yes. Then they won 4-1 to one against the Yotes last Saturday. And then Wednesday, as Eric said, they lost. But thank God they got a point, losing 5-4 to four in overtime to the Coyotes. And then last night, watch the, I watched this game. A hard, hot victory for the Avs, beating St. Louis on the road. And thank God, because going into this game, Oh, three and three, the last six road games. So this was a huge road win for him. Yeah, and I mean, and that shorthanded goal, though, I mean, come on. At St. Just, Louis, Scott. I just mean, got, it just, just God. happened to get through Georgiev. I thought Georgiev played awesome in this game. He did. And but he's the reason they won. Johansson, great goal. But Devon Tays, that Devon Tays, slap dude. shot. Holy crap. I love Devon Tays. I mean, my God, what a goal that was for him. Um, and Makar's back, but he's not quite up to speed. It seems like he no. needs a little bit more ice time. He does. Um, but look, when the Avs lose, and that was a, it was a bad loss to Phoenix. And Georgiev slamming his stick on the boards doesn't help the image there. He no. was pissed because they were they were up 4 nothing. Looking like they were cruising, and then the Avs just stopped playing defense. Tomorrow, you have a huge confidence booster. When you have Alabama and college football that plays a some crap ass team from Florida you've never heard of. That's basically this game. The Avs are at home, and you're hosting a terrible, terrible San Jose Sharks team. It's New Year's Eve. There's going to be, I mean, just blow the bricks off these guys. Seriously, blow them out. God, the, the Sharks, Sharks are 9, 24, and 3. They're absolute, utter dog crap, Eric. Is it here? Point. Yes, it's here. So Ball the arena. Sharks are 3 and 15 and 1. On the road. Exactly. And like, as I said, blow them out. 
You're well, last time home. they played a team that's bad was 11-22 and two Chicago Blackhawks, and they yes. lost that game, but that was also in Chicago, so a little different story. But the Azure dominant at home, 14-4-0 so far to start the year. They beat the Sharks earlier this year in October, 2-1 to in San Jose, and then beat them 6-2 to back on the 17th this month. Yeah. Here at Ball Arena. But yeah, blow these guys out. End the year on a good note. Give all those fans something happy to go party about tomorrow because the football team may possibly let you down. So at least may? another – Yeah, well – I give them the advantage because they're at home. If this but, is in LA, different story. But get, anyways, get, get that confidence booster against San Jose because then on yes. Tuesday you host the New York Islanders, who Oof. are pretty good this year. They they slowed down a little bit, and then but they Thursday. were on fire for a while. Then you're at Dallas again. Oh God, that's stupid. <laughs> and then I... you host Florida Panthers, Boston Bruins, and Vegas Golden Knights. Two, three of the top. 10 teams in the league big yeah their schedule is about to get really hard on them coming up brutal but eric thursday next thursday i do not want to hear the stupidest chant of all boop, boop, sports Dallas, boop, boop, stars i mean when you first told me i'm like it's not that bad and then i watched that game and i'm like burn all of you burn, burn. In hell. <laughs> all of you please burn Go away with that crap. But yes, their schedule gets brutal this next couple of weeks. And, and Dallas is sitting there, a point behind you. They're twenty-one nine and four. The last time the Avs played, I remember it was three nothing, and the Avs stormed back for six unanswered, six to three. That Saturday night game, who could forget? So, awesome game. I think you'll see the Avs start to wake up a little bit. These these tough games, man. Yeah, starting tomorrow, you have an easy game. I mean, you could put. Basically, you put the car on cruise control tomorrow because you'll be fine. But after that, this next few week, next few weeks, couple weeks, oof, oof. Like you said, Islanders, Stars, Panthers, Bruins, Knights, and the Maple Leafs. Yeah, the Maple Leafs can't stop a. They can't. Their goalies can't catch a cold, let alone a puck. So that's true. But yeah, but playing the Stars, Panthers, Bruins, and Knights all in a row, oof. Uh, look, these are going to be good hockey games. And the Stars in Vegas one, probably more important than anybody else. Mm-hmm. Win those two. That, that Honestly, like, you know, obviously be competitive against Florida, Boston, and New York. Eric, do they win tomorrow? Yes. Yes. What's the prediction? You know, it's probably going to be like 4-2, 5-2 or something like that. I'm going, yeah, I was going 5-2 or 5-1. I think they ball out or ball out, puck out. There you go. They don't they play with puck the ball. out at ball arena. They puck out at ball arena because they don't play with a ball. They play with a puck. But uh, before we move on, yes, Avs are on top of their division right now. Thank God. 22, 11, and 3, 47 points. Uh, guess who's in second to last place in the division, Eric? No, it's the Wild. That's right. Six. They can't. They're, they're awful on the road and they can't, again, they can't catch a cold with their goalies either. Now, they won four in a row, but they're not good. Their goal differential right now, Eric, is zero. The Wild. Yeah. <laughs> not very good. <laughs> I love it. Hey, so far, you remember what I said at the beginning of the year about hmm. the Coyotes? They're fourth in the division. 
And real quick, uh, San Jose comes in tomorrow. Oh, sorry. I said it again. I said it again. San Jose <sighs> comes in tomorrow on a seven-game losing streak. They're two seven and one in their last ten. Well, you know what? Beat them so bad, you make it nine. And they have a minus 76 goal differential. So I have hey, to get listen, it done. Please. We, Derek always says it. You should win this game. And I, even though you shouldn't. But they will. You just, just play your B game. That's all you got to do to beat these guys. Maybe even your C plus game. Ah, B game. You got. You always got to give a professional team your B game. Unless you're the uh, going against the Detroit Pistons, who we will talk about. Oh, no, next. you need your F game to beat them. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's move it on to the other ball arena. By team. the way, we're Denver not Nuggets. talking about the Pistons, Derek. They, they suck. suck. That's it. We're talking about the Nuggets. Another team that seems you have the Yotes that give the Avs trouble, and then now you have the Thunder that give the the Nuggets trouble. It's because the Thunder are good, dude. They're twenty one and nine. So yes, last night, the, yes, twenty one and nine. So the Thunder beat the Nuggets last night, one nineteen to ninety three, here at Ball Arena, which is not an easy thing to do. Uh, no. Which having Aaron Gordon out, I don't believe. Did you hear about his freakish? Yeah, he got attacked by a dog in his face and his hand. Yeah, and he had to get 21 stitches. Like, wow. On Christmas Day, I guess that happened. But no, since our last show, uh, they played the Hornets. Or actually, no, they played the Nets and beat them 122 to 117. Yes. Played the Hornets and beat them 102 to 95. Beat the Warriors on Christmas Day. 120 to 114. And then on Thursday, they absolutely Ooh. blew out and dim- dismantled the Memphis Grizzlies, 142 to 105. Yeah. So the Grizzlies, when John Morant, see, now that he's back, don't play, they're that bad. I mean, that was, they're, they, the, the Nuggets spanked the Grizzlies, probably because last time Memphis was here, John Morant got in trouble, so they probably locked him in his hotel room, put 12 security guards out, and said, don't move. I mean, seriously. You, you are not playing. They even probably had guys on zip lines outside of his window to make sure he didn't get out yes. the window. No! He opens the shade just to look out, and a guy's pointing at him. Don't even look. Just go play GTA on your PlayStation. You'll be fine. But yeah, in the Memphis Grizzly game, the Nuggets had 53 rebounds and shot at almost 50% from three-point range. So there you go why they, they blew them out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, then then the Thunder put it. Who last night? I mean, my my God. Yeah, having back-to-back 30-point quarters, the, the Thunder had 34 in the third, 31 in the fourth, and the Nuggets... What are you doing? You have 20 in the third and 25 in the fourth. I mean, you lay an absolute egg in two quarters, but as you said, they're, they're, they're still okay. Bob, I think you just got beat by a team who's playing really well. I mean, Shea Gilgis Alexander, 40 points. Mm. And look, the, the, the Nuggets were on a six-game winning streak, and it just got snapped. That happens. But you let a team that came in play better than you, and they're they're above you in the division. It's a it's not a good loss for the Nuggets. No. Also, Minnesota's only lost one time at home. Mm-hmm. Someone could tell them to lose. So Minnesota and Oklahoma are currently ahead of the Nuggets. Yes. Twenty three and seven, twenty one or nine. So the Nuggets are third right now in the division. Head of the Lakers, who are eighth. 
Losers. Dude, the Lakers suck. They do. It's great. So, coming up, though, their schedule. So, they're they're currently done for the month. Correct. They don't play until 2024. Not till next year. Hey, oh God, get it? Get it? I'm kidding. <laughs> so, you host the crappy Hornets on Monday at 7. I mean, you should beat them. The Hornets suck. They're 7-23. and 23. Yes. And then you're at the Warriors on Thursday, which they have troubles on the road, so that could be a... Eh. That could be trouble for them, but I don't think it should be. And then you host the Magic next Friday. So th- three three winnable games, I think. Two of them, I think, are very winnable. Yeah, the, the Golden State game is going to be tough. They're struggling this year, but they're they're going to want revenge after what Steve Kerr said last time they played. Oh, oh, God, yeah. Um, Jokic's tra- getting all the calls. Shut I'm up, to, man. I'm trying to pull it up. Um. Yeah, Steve, Steve Kerr is a jackass and should just shut his freaking pie hole after what he said. Like, because he, he, yeah, he shot it from the free throw line 18 times on Christmas Day. Yeah, he said these comments after the Christmas game. So this is what he said. I have a problem with how we are legislating the defense out of the game. We are enabling players to BS their way to the foul line. Now, I agree with him. 100%. It, it, he's not wrong. No, he's not wrong. But I'm sorry. You won a championship. A few of them. Kind of off of that. Three. I think it's a tidbit hypocritical. Yeah. But also, that's the first time Jokic has been to the foul line. 18 times in his career yeah and hey there's a guy out in la that maybe flops a lot and he goes to the free foul line how many effing times a night hello dude not him <laughs> what about his teammate dude in, no what about joel Embiid? him too plays the same position mm-hmm. that Jokic does but he averages like 30 free throws a game basically yeah so I agree with what Kerr's saying. He's an idiot. I think the I think the frustration just kind of got to him a little bit. Mm-hmm. Also, on NBA player stat sheets, they don't show how many free throws they average per game, by the way. Because it's a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so the Nuggets few next few games look very favorable for them and they should win. And and oh, I caught myself. I caught it. Eric, I know you didn't want to hear it, but the Pistons still haven't won a game. They've lost 28 straight. Yep, they suck. Moving on. 2-29. and 29. But did you see? They almost beat Boston. They almost did. But a, 21, a 21-point lead, Eric. And do what happened? They did Boston what all Detroit teams Boston do. woke up. They blew it. <laughs> But that worries me, though. Coming up in, in a few, what is it? A few days, the Nuggets play the Pistons. Do they drop the ball against them? No. Probably. God, I hope not. I don't want to be the team <laughs> known that breaks the losing streak. Uh, all right, let's move it on to NFL Week 17 playoff clinching. 
scenarios. Playoff clinching scenarios. Not elimination, but... Not elimination. (laughs) We're talking scenarios. So for the NFC, let's start with your beloved Rams. Rams, 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 Rams. We're going to go to the playoffs. So what needs to happen for my Rams to get a playoff spot? Well, Derek, let me tell you. Good question. Just keep winning. (laughs) What a concept. If... First of all, yes. But you win out, you're in. But this week, they can clinch the six or seven spot. Just, you know, they'll be in the playoffs. With a win over the Giants and a Seahawks loss. So that's why I need the Seahawks neck to break as I'm trying to stomp them out. The Seahawks neck to break. That's how they they get the, the <laughs> they can clinch a playoff spot because no matter what, if the Seahawks lose eight, they cannot hop the Rams in the standings. If the Rams win, yeah, because the uh, the Rams swept them, Eric. Yeah, you know why? Because the Seahawks suck. Puddle um, pigeons, not water pigeons. Puddle pigeons. That's right, the puddle pigeons. They suck can it. also, if the Rams win and the Vikings Packers tie, then the Rams clinch a playoff spot as well. So for the first time in my life, I'm cheering for a tie. Spoiler alert, they're at the Giants this week. Chalk that up probably as a win. Stop doing this to me, Derek. They're playing. The Giants <laughs> suck ass, they Eric. They do. They're terrible. But um, next week. Another... Next week, though. Another one. Next playoff oh. clinching scenario. Yes. The Seahawks clinch. But they have to have the Vikings and Packers tie, and they also have to beat the Steelers. They're not beating the Steelers. Hey, Kate, you never know. I think the Seahawks and the Steelers are the Spider-Man meme of they're staring at each other, pointing. (laughs) I think that is them. They're basically the same team. Inconsistent offense with some decent defensive play. Um, I like how you put that, the Spider-Man. They are! Hey, you're him! Hey, you're him! Hey, you're me! (laughs) <laughs> basically that is um, <laughs> the Eagles can clinch the division with a win and the Cowboys lose to Detroit mm. um, a lot of crap can happen it can happen this weekend but that's basically all the NFC cl- oh I'm sorry the Bucks. if the Bucks beat the Saints they clinch the division which they probably will because the Saints are garbage <laughs> garbage especially as we said, Derek Carr, what, what the hell happened to him this year? I don't and, know, dude. And, and clearly, how could they afford him when they're that much over the cap I, next year? That I don't understand. But The, Saint, the Saints are going to be like, who are they going to have on their team? No um, one. Taysom Hill? Ugh, he goes to, he's He'll be a Bronco for sure. Oh, God. Oh my God! What if <laughs> I tried to look on Jarek's face? What the if? realization that Taysom Hill could find? I've been saying it all season that next year Taysom Hill will be a Russell Bronco. Wilson, Russell Wilson's gone. Taysom Hill's your starting quarterback. Oh, shoot, good luck! Shoot me Dude, I tell you now. What, the Broncos would only win two games. Taysom uh, Hill and, and Peyton <laughs> would just be looking at, like you said, that naked picture on the ceiling in his room. Oh, Taysom's coming to Denver. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, God, I hope that doesn't happen. AFC, 
the Jags can clinch the AFC South and a playoff berth if a prayer, <laughs> a prayer. Good they God. beat the Panthers and yeah. the Colts and Texans both lose. Well, is it in Jacksonville when they're hosting the Colts? Because the Colts haven't won in Florida in a long time. No, so they don't. They they don't play the Colts. You just said the. If Jacksonville oh, wins and the it. Colts and Texans lose. lose, the the Jacksonville Jaguars would clinch the division. Yes, because the Colts and Texans play each other next week. Yeah. No, but if the Colts lose to the Raiders and the Texans lose to the Titans, it doesn't matter. Jacksonville has the tiebreaker over both of them. Got it. Ah. Roger that. Ah. <laughs> Got it. Also, mm-hmm. I believe the Jags can clinch a playoff spot if they win. No, maybe not. Anyway, um, well, them, the Texans, and the yeah, Colts are all eight and seven. So yes, the Chiefs can clinch the division Ugh. with a win over the Bengals, mm. or the Raiders lose and the Broncos lose this week. Broncos so, losing is a very high probability, but can the Chiefs beat the Bengals, Eric? Yes. Now, moving on to the Bills. Derek, we, uh, we said that about the Raiders. And they lost. Derek, Jake Browning is going to play the Chiefs defense. I know. You're probably right. The Bills. Yes. Now, Derek, I'm going to put it up to you here. Mm-hmm. The First of all, question. How many scenarios do you think the Bills have to clinch a playoff spot? Oh, my God. Seven. Fourteen. <laughs> I was halfway there. <laughs> do you want me to read all no, of them? No, okay. God, no. Fourteen is a lot. And, and it's basically these – remember when I was doing it last week when I kept saying or? It's basically like the Bills or, have to – yeah. The Bills have to win. The Steelers have to lose or tie it. The Bengals lose or tie to the Chiefs. Which could happen. Or the 12 other scenarios, which I ain't getting into. It's just the Bills have to win, and a lot of things have to happen. What if the Chiefs lose out and finish 9-8? and eight? I would laugh. It wouldn't matter because the Ch- the Raiders aren't winning out and the Broncos aren't winning out. <laughs> uh, I know. It sucks. It's good to have dreams. So, Bills can clinch, but they got some things that need to happen. Yes, like the Dolphins losing. Couple times. Well, hey, I tell you that might happen. <laughs> yes, it could. <laughs> yes, it could. Especially this week. Hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no kidding. <laughs> uh yeah. Anything else? No more scenarios? Nope, that's it. Go Rams. All right, let's move on. Did you say go Rams? No, not at all. Let's move it on to our week <laughs> 17 picks. Uh, Thursday night came and I texted Eric and I said, I'll pick the Browns. And Eric said, F it. I'll pick the Jets. I just, it's just, why not? And what do I got? What do I got to lose? Blacko versus Simeon. It was, so we'll go over it real quick. Uh, <laughs> Browns won 37 to 20. Uh, yeah. Flacco- and the only reason it was close is because surprise, surprise, Blacko threw a pick six right before halftime. And, and, and he should have. When he saw that guy jump, just throw the ball on the ground or throw it over his head to the sideline. Like, why try and make that throw, Flacco? What are you doing? Trying to prove something, Mike. 
And real quick, I hope Elijah Moore is okay after that scary... Sorry. Yeah, he got released from the hospital. Okay, that was a very, very scary head injury that he got. And it, eesh, eesh. Didn't catch himself that time, ladies and gentlemen. I didn't, I'm sorry. <laughs> but yeah, Browns go to 11-4, or 11-5. They clinched the playoff spot. Yes, they did. Jets dropped to 6-10. and 10. And they were eliminated like 10 weeks ago. Yep. I mean, since Rodgers got hurt. I said they were eliminated they were... four weeks into the season. Let's be honest. Yeah, when Rodgers got hurt. All right, let's move it on to tonight's game, Eric. Saturday, there's only one game. Yes, this is Monday Night Football, technically. Dun, 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 dun. Dun, 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 dun. The Lions, fresh off their NFC North title victory, travel to Dallas to take on the Cowboys, Eric. And Dallas is five and a half point favorites. Yes, because they are 7-0 at home. Yes. Cowboys offense is different at home. I'm a little bit nervous of this defense, but I'm also a little bit nervous of, I mean, for this defense. I'm a little bit nervous for the Lions defense as well. Yeah. This is going to be a shootout. I like the Cowboys to come away with the windmill on Adam. Screw Dallas. Lions! It could happen, man. This honestly, five I and a half points is a little disrespectful I, I, to the Lions. I, I can't pick Dallas over the Lions. Oh, of I course. hate no, the, I, I hate the Cowboys so almost as much as the Chiefs. I a hundred percent agree with you. If I it want, were me, if I were in your shoes, I'd be picking the Lions too. I'm picking the Lions and I want them to beat them just so I could see that old dirty creep in his press box just staring down at the field wondering what the hell happened to his team. <laughs> Probably I mean it's a tall task to beat this, these guys at home, but screw it. I think they can do it. Oh, Final yeah. score, 42-35 Detroit. <laughs> I, you know, it's probably going to be like 38-35. I man. mean, yeah. I wouldn't, but I, yeah. I really think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, so I'm excited to watch it. Dude, key to the Lions game, though, control the, control the clock with the run game. Yeah. Just run yep. it down Dallas's throat. Two phenomenal running backs, use them both. Unlike the Falcons do with B. John Robinson. And they got one and someone named Alligator. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting you call him that. <laughs> All right, let's move on to our Sunday morning games. Our first one here. The Bills are hosting the Patriots. And the Bills, Eric, are 14-point favorites. Uh, I think there's no doubt the Bills are going to win this game. They've... <laughs> After the embarrassing loss to the Patriots the first time, which eliminated me from the survivor pool, by the way, I was I was six and zero rolling into that game, and then the Bills are like, we're supposed to play football, and they lost. <laughs> so give me the Bills. They're looking to play, clinch a playoff spot. Well, maybe not clinch. You know, they are looking to clinch, but they're also looking at that division, going, hey, we could probably steal this. So I like the Bills at home to beat the Patriots. Yeah, me too. I mean, Patriots got lucky last week. I don't know if they got lucky. They beat the Broncos. But this week, that luck ain't coming in handy. I think the Bills blow the doors off of them and beat them. Buffalo's defense is playing so well right now, too. And Bailey Zappi and Mac Jones, doesn't matter who's starting. They both turn the ball over. And I think Zappi will have a few in this game, and the Bills blow them out. Agreed. Oh, God. Our next game. (laughs) <laughs> the Falcons are at the Bears. The Bears are three-point favorites. 
Eric, I'll let you go first. No, I want you to go first. I want to hear you talk if you're going to pick the Falcons or not. Tyler, Taylor Heineke, he's starting again, I believe. Yes, he is. Falcons are still technically alive for their division, even though they're probably not going to win it. They're technically if still are. If they win out and the Packers and Seahawks and Vikings don't play very well, if they like, if the Falcons go nine and eight, they get the last wild card spot. Now the Browns have a bad rushing defense, and the Falcons have a very good running back. But the question the is. Yeah, the Bears have a bad rushing defense. The Falcons have a phenomenal running back. But will they use him? No. No, because they're dumb. Ugh, the Bears. Three-point favorites. Give me the Bears because they're at home. I, Atlanta, I swear to God, you do this, <laughs> you do this to me again in back-to-back weeks. Oh my Arthur, goodness makes me want to pick the Falcons so Arthur, much. Arthur Smith. Or, uh, yeah... What's the owner's name of the Arthur Blank? Arthur Blank, yeah. I'm going to write him a personal letter telling him to F off if Atlanta <laughs> wins this game. Like, seriously. But the Bears, I think they have the advantage because they're at home. And I trust Justin Fields more than Taylor Heineke because Fields has actually been playing well the last several weeks. And I'm going to pick the Bears as well. I want to pick the Falcons so bad just because if they win, I would get the pick over you but Eric, but, I swear to God, if Atlanta wins tomorrow, <laughs> I'm gonna be so effing disgusted again. Um, yeah, the God. Falcons don't have a quarterback, and the Bears' defense is playing surprisingly good defense recently. Yeah, Montez so, Sweat has like, man, has he came oh, on man. since they made that trade for him? Yeah, he, they gave him the contract. He's rewarded them. So I like the Bears. I, I think they're gonna go sit. They're gonna improve to seven and nine. Yeah, Bears better. are four and three at home, by the way. Stupid Falcons. I thought you were about to swear. <laughs> no. All right, next one. Uh, the Colts are hosting the Raiders in a very intriguing matchup here. 7-8 and eight at 8-7. Eight Indy is four-point favorites at home. Yeah, Raiders defense is playing exceptional football recently. Obviously, two touchdowns over the Chiefs, the reason they won. But I can't stand the way their offense is playing. It's bad. They're, Aiden O'Connell's not the answer. God, no. For that reason, I'm going to pick the Colts because I think they'll bounce back and get Jonathan Taylor going. And just just because I don't like the Raiders' offense, I don't think they're going to beat the the, the uh, Colts' defense. Yeah, give me the Colts, like you said. Ain't O'Connell's trash. I don't believe in him. I don't think the Raiders believe in him. They're just trying to get through the season with him because, I mean, how bad do you have to be, though, to be benched for Aiden O'Connell? Jimmy. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Jimmy G, you loser. Do you think that they would be better with Jimmy G in quarterback? Because I kind of think they would. Wow, Eric, that's a lot for you to say that. He's better than Aiden O'Connell. He is. Jimmy G, starting quarterback for the Broncos. Taysom Hill's a backup. Oh, I would never cheer for the Broncos. Oh, God. But no, yeah, give me, give me the Colts because the Raiders' offense is just blind boring. But Max Crosby. You better protect Minshew because that guy, <laughs> that guy's coming. He's good. He is a game is. wrecker. Yes, he is. Next one here. We kind of already spoiled it, but <laughs> the Rams, your beloved oh, Rams. Rams, go Rams, are at the Giants, and the Rams are six-point favorites, Eric, on the road. Yeah, I think this game will be close to start. Like at halftime, it might be like 13, 10, 16, 10 kind of thing. 
Because the Giants' defense isn't awful. Like Tyrod starting, though. Tyrod Taylor starting because the Rams are rolling. Their defense in the first half especially really holds teams down. I And the way Stafford and his offense are playing, I don't think they're the Giants are going to slow them down. I think the Rams win. Look for the worst rushing defense in the Giants to get torched this week by Good Kyron point. Williams. Good so point. I think I think Kyron Williams runs all over this defense and the Rams get the win. Because the who Giants' you, uh, rushing attack is bad. Who do you think has more receiving yards? Puka Nakua or Kupa Cup? Puka. Okay. Puka Puka. It kind of reminds me, his name Puka, reminds Puka, me Puka, of, Puka, Puka. of the mask on Crash Bandicoot when yeah. he makes that noise. Puka, Puka. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. And our next one here, this should be a pretty easy one. Uh, the Eagles host the Cardinals, and the Eagles are 12-point favorites. Battle of the Birds. Uh, yeah, and Eagles are bigger than Cardinals. I think the Eagles eat the Cardinals alive. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Arizona, Cardinals we... Cardinals are 1-7 on the road. Yeah, look for them to drop 1-8 and eight on the road. I think, <laughs> yeah. I think the... The Eagles do blow them out and beat them in this game and, and try and get that number one seed and try and also win their division. Uh, I need the Eagles to get A.J. Brown going again. That's what I need to see from them in this game. Yeah. Fly, Eagles, fly! Nothing? I don't think he heard me. Probably not. <laughs> Next one here. The Bucks can win their division. They if can. the Falcons lose. Which they no, the, the, the Bucks just at... have the Bucks just have to win. Oh, the Bucks just have to win. Yep. The crappy NFC South can be won. The Bucks host the Saints, and the Bucks are two and a half point favorites at home. Yes, yes, yes. The Bucks have swept the Falcons this year. That's why they have the tiebreaker. Makes sense. Okay. Um, I hate the Saints' offense. It's a joke. The only way they gain yards is when they put Taysom Hill in and make him do stupid stuff um, because Derek Carr can't throw the ball very far anymore for some reason. I think this two-and-a-half-point spread is kind of a slap in the face to Tampa. I know it's a divisional game. It's going to be close. I don't think the Saints are awful. I just don't think their offense is very good. So I'm going to pick the Bucks, and I think Rashad White gets the job done for him. He's had a hell of a season at running back. 873 yards, six touchdowns. Another guy here. 73 catches, 1,163 yards, and an NFL leading 13 receiving touchdowns Ooh, for whoa. Mike Evans. Look for, good. look for him to have another touchdown or two, I think, in this game. Uh, Ryan Ramschek, starting offensive lineman, is out for the Saints. So that's He was out last week, too. Uh, I was wrong. Uh, Bucks didn't sweep Falcons, by the way, but the Falcons um, lost the last one, so the Bucks have the tiebreaker. But yeah, look look for the Bucks to to get a win here, and I think Baker Mayfield has another good game. Yep. And, the, and, the, and as we said, the joke of the, the division, the Bucks finally win it. Finally. Oh, and here's maybe a joke of a game. The Niners are at the Commanders, and the Niners are 13.5-point favorites. Yeah, for good reason. I think you see Brock Purdy, baby hands Purdy bounce back, and uh, I think they dominate this game. I think it's pretty funny how the Commanders announced Jacoby Brissett as a starter, but now he's questionable for tomorrow. <laughs> Jury. 
So Sam Howell might have to play. I'm sorry. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Just start Sam Howell. What do you have to, what do you have to gain from starting percent? Like really? Not nothing. Lose it worse than your draft pick. But it doesn't matter who starts this game. The Niners got embarrassed at home on Monday night. Yes, so look for them to come out and just smack the living hell out of the Commanders, and I think they get a big, big win. And they'll lose next week. I hope. For your sake, Eric, I really hope. All right, then let's move into our after. Wait, is this still morning? Nope. Excuse me. We're still in the morning games. The Panthers are at the reeling, struggling Jaguars, and the Jags are four-point favorites at home. Yeah, I'm surprised this hasn't dropped a little bit, this spread. Trevor Lawrence is not starting in this game. Trevor Lawrence is not starting. The Jags are three and five at home. Mm. They're without Trevor Lawrence. Their defense isn't playing well. Their offense isn't playing well. I don't like the way they're playing. Derek, I'm going to pick the Carolina Panthers. Oh, my God. To beat the Jacksonville Jaguars. No. I, I hate saying it. I really don't like Jacksonville's play right now. I don't. And the Panthers coming off that almost should have had a chance for a tie field goal against the Packers. I think Bryce Young's starting to click. I think their offense is starting to click. Chuba Hubbard, by the way, very good for him the last couple of weeks too. I expect, I think the Panthers win this. I really do. Uh, I'll go with Jacksonville just because they're at home and also the Panthers are winless on the road this year. But Jacksonville's not good at home. I know they're not good at home and they're on the they're on the struggle bus right now, but I think I think they ski just barely screech out a win. And they could. They beat, if if they, they get, get ETN win. going, you don't really need more. Yes, and I think that's what will get them going. ETN's I think ETN's been questionable all week though. No, he's been cleared. I don't know. Yeah, I, th- I think Jacksonville gets the win, but I don't. I, I think it's a very close game. I don't think this four-point spread is. It should be lower with CJ starting for him. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yes. Next morning game here, big big game for both teams. The Miami Dolphins are at the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore are three-point favorites. And I Eric, have three and a half now, actually. And Eric, we've said it all year. When the Ravens play a good team, they have. Dismantled them. Dismantled them. Every good team they played. I think it's going to continue. I don't like the Dolphins' offense against this defense. I don't think it's a good matchup for them. Tyreek Hill is playing, but uh, Jalen Waddell is out. Yes, he is. Um, I think it'll be a competitive game, Mm -hmm. and I don't think Baltimore's going to blow them out, but I think Baltimore wins by a touchdown. I agree with you. I think Baltimore does win this game, and I think it will be closer just because the Dolphins' offense is a little bit more explosive than what than teams they've played this year. But, mm-hmm. Eric, real quick, Raheem Moster, 20... Sorry. <laughs> there it is. I caught myself. You were the one speaking. You don't need to interrupt me. <laughs> Raheem Mostert has 22 effing touchdowns on the year. 18 rushing, four receiving. Yeah. But if Lamar Jackson, I think, balls out in this game, look for him to just, I guess, solidify his MVP status, I think, if he has a big game in this one. Oh, for sure. So he's going with the Raisins, huh? Oh, yes. Next one. The Texans host the Tennessee Titans, and the Texans are four-point favorites. 
Yeah. CJ Stroud makes his return. He's returning. I think that's going to be a huge boost to this offense. They're still dealing with a lot of injuries, though. Will Levis comes back as well for the Titans. I just don't like the Titans' offense against the Texans, man. I mean, last they they the Titans. Or I'm sorry, excuse me. The Texans eked out a win with Case Keenum, Easy. and I think CJ Stroud elevates that team way more than Case Keenum does, and I think the Texans win. Yeah, you think? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, give me the Texans. C.J. Stroud's coming back. I think he's going to have himself a big game. It doesn't matter if Levis, Tannehill, Malik Willis, it doesn't matter who's starting for the Titans. I don't think they have a shot in winning this game. Now on to our afternoon games. Hooray! The Steelers! Where is it? There it is. Our host, no, are at at Seattle. Seattle. And Seattle are four-point favorites. Mason Rudolph is starting this game. Yeah, Pickett again. might be able to play too, but it doesn't matter. Tomlin said, nope, we're riding with Mason Rudolph. Minka Fitzpatrick and Trent Thompson, they're both starting safeties for the Seattle, are out. Steelers. Dun, 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 dun. Fitzpatrick yeah. is the Steelers' safety. That's what I mean, yeah. Um, The key to this game is going to be the Steelers' pass rush versus the Seahawks' offensive line. And that's an atrocious matchup for the Seahawks. Yes, it is. Really bad. Yeah. And Seattle can't run the ball right now. No. Kenneth Walker has a couple of good runs here and there, but Zach Charbonnet's been disappointing for him too, and he's a big running back too. This big man. I think the Steelers ride the momentum. The Seahawks have kind of eked out some wins here, and I, you can't live by that in the NFL. I think the Steelers get the win on the road. Maybe it's a little bit of wishful thinking on my part, but I don't like the pass rush going against this first Seattle. Yeah, I'm going with you too. Seattle's offensive line is bad, and TJ Watt coming into town, not good. Woo. And also, Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, I think both of them will be able to run the Bofa. We'll be Both able to run. Running back. We'll be able to run on Seattle's defense pretty easily. And Geno Smith, seventeen touchdowns, nine interceptions. It's not very not good. good. Enough. Well, no. and he missed a couple games too. But still, the puddle pigeons suck. They're gonna drop to eight and eight. And the ropes. <laughs> and the ropes. Ooh, oh, hey, breaking news! Yes, the Atlanta Braves are acquiring Chris Sale in a trade from the Boston Red Sox. Ooh, really? So they're trying to compete with the Dodgers in the uh, National League. Yeah, look at that. Making some moves. Chris Sale, if you all don't know, really good pitcher. Lefty. Very good pitcher. Kind of died off in recent years. Not as many strikeouts, but still a good pitcher. And back to football. This, I will be at this game. The Broncos host the Chargers, and the Broncos are three and a half point favorites. Easton Stick versus Jared Stidham. As we said, Cortland Sutton is out with a concussion. Jerry Judy and Marvin Mims are questionable. Baron Browning is out with an injury. Derek, the Chargers are going to win this game. I I hate the Broncos right now. I hate Mm. that they're benching Russell Wilson. Jared Stidham signed a two-year $10 million contract with the Broncos for some reason. He ain't worth it. No. I think the Chargers pass rush gets the job done. I think the Chargers win. Mm. (laughs) 
I'll this is going to be an awful football game, by the way. It is. I'll go with Denver just because they're at home. Uh, 13-10, though, maybe. Final score. <laughs> Will God, Lutz I don't want to watch this game. Will Lutz gets a game-winning field goal. But, uh, spoiler alert, this is Denver's last win because they're going to lose to the Raiders with Jared <laughs> Especially if they have all these injuries still heading into Vegas next oh, week. Oh, man. No they're way they trouble. win that game. But I, I think they have the advantage just because they're at home in this game. And the Chargers tend to just struggle. Or most importantly, I mean, if it was Justin Herbert starting this game, oh, I'd pick the Chargers. Oh, 100%. But I think Denver gets the win just because they're at home. Yes, they won't. But, you know. Hey. Hey, what's up? Whatever. Next. <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> the Chiefs, can they get back? On track as they host the Bengals, the uh, Chiefs are six and a half point favorites. Yeah, without Jamar Chase, you kind of saw, as we talked about earlier, the ceiling collapse for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jake Browning's he's a good for he's a good backup quarterback, but Chiefs need this one. They're at home. They're four and four at home this year. Man, that's that's disappointing. But I think KC gets the win for their home fans. I think they bounce back. Joe Burrow plays in this game. I'm picking Cincinnati, but he's not. So, unfortunately, I have to pick the Chiefs to bounce back after losing to the Raiders. I think the Chiefs' defense gets a few turnovers in this game. That's the main reason why. Probably. And here we go, Eric. Waiting all day for Sunday night. Waiting all day to see Kerry. Oh, yeah. The Green Bay Packers are at the Minnesota Vikings, and the Vikings are one-point favorites. And rookie quarterback Jaron Hall, who is getting the start? Yeah, it's Kirk Cousins, Josh Dobbs, and Nick Mullins have all started for Minnesota this year, and now add Jaron Hall to the mix. Yeah, and Josh Dobbs (laughs) and Nick Mullins have both thrown four interceptions in a game for the Vikings. (laughs) They have. Uh, one point spread yeah, is one. stunning to me because you guess who out there? Their, their, their best pass rusher for the Vikings is out. And Byron Murphy Jr. is out for the Vikings as well. Now, the Packers are dealing with a lot of injuries, but Jordan Love is playing his ass off, man. Yes, he is. He hasn't been fantastic, but he's been good. 27 think- touchdowns, 11 picks on the season. Yeah. Not bad. And- when he doesn't turn the ball over, they win. So I'm going to pick the Packers to win this, and I think they're deep. Now, their defense is awful, and yes. they suspended Jair Alexander, by the for way. For being an idiot about for, the coin toss. <laughs> for almost blowing the coin toss oh to give the Panthers God. the ball to start both I halves. Know, I know. And there were some other things in there, apparently. He's like an he, idiot. Jair Alexander is an interesting cat. Did you hear his interview, by the way, after that? Yeah, he's like, bro, oh, that dude's weird. When he said it, he's like, oh, I didn't know. You didn't know? Hello? Yeah, and like, he was from Charlotte, so he wanted to be out there. But I, it, there's well, a whole Coach, other stuff Coach behind knew. the scenes, too. Coach knew? No, he didn't know, you idiot. No, he said Coach didn't know he was from Charlotte. Oh, oh yeah. And I'm like, what, what are you going out there for? Because you're from there? That all being said, I like the Packers' offense against the Vikings' defense. I think they get the job done. I think Jaron Hall might have a few surprises because of how bad the Packers' defense defense has been bad. But I think Jordan Love and the Packers get the job done. 
Me too. Give me, give me Green Bay. I think they just, like you said, Jordan, Jordan loves playing good, and I just, I don't know what to expect from Jaron Hall, Jordan Jaren Hall, Jaren, whatever, Jaren. Jared Jordan, whatever the hell his name is, but. Pukunuku yeah. is college quarterback, by the way. Fun fact. There you go, Fun Eric. Fact. Just there it is. But yeah, give me the Packers because Jordan Love's been playing well, but. This could be a high-scoring game, maybe. Yep. And no Monday night football anymore, especially this week, because on Monday, that's when the college football playoff game <laughs> By the way, this Packers and Vikings game is basically a playoff game. Winner goes on, has a chance for the playoffs. Loser is out. Eric, who yes, Derek. do you have winning the playoff games on Monday? So you have number four, Alabama, number one, Michigan, number three, Texas, number two, Washington. Rose Bowl game, Michigan, Alabama, the All-State Sugar Bowl, Washington, Texas. Oh, boy. Real quick. Oh, sorry. I said it again. Uh, Missouri waxing. Nuts. Yeah. Missouri waxing Ohio State last night, 14 to three, was awesome. Ohio State looked like garbage, and I loved it. Oh man, let me think here. And Air Force getting a win was was great. I did not. I'm glad they didn't end the season on a five game losing streak. Yeah, they didn't end the season like uh, School of Mines. Boy, they got smoked. Didn't oh they? man, big time. Yeah, Air Force 31 21 over James Madison in their respective Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. We. Did you see oh, the bowl game where that guy sucker punched that other guy in the back of the yes. head? Yes. Yes. I mean, it, really just disgusting. Yeah, I'm trying to. The bad boy more mowers bowl. Rutgers beat Miami. <laughs> oh boy. Hey, how about Kansas state being NC state in the pop tarts bowl? And they got to eat the trophy Kansas state. Cause it was made out of a giant pop tart. There. Who doesn't love the pop tarts bowl? I'm trying to find the over-unders, like the over-unders and stuff for this game. It won't let me no, find Mich- Michigan is two-point favorites, and Texas is four-point favorites. But, uh, yeah, I do not see the over-under. Oh, oh, here you go. Alabama, Michigan, 44-and-a-half is the over-under. Michigan, two-point favorites. Texas, Washington, over-under, 63-and-a-half. <laughs> I think I think we're going to see an Alabama Texas uh, college football championship game. I hate to say it too. Uh, I really want Michigan to win so effing badly, but I do not trust JJ McCarthy. No, he is so bad. And Alabama, especially going up against Alabama's defense. defense. Yes, Alabama is absolutely rolling right now on all cylinders, mm-hmm. and Texas. On the other side is another team that's rolling on all cylinders. And I think but having Clint Ewers against Michael Penix Jr., man, what a freaking game be a that is. Fun game. What dude. a freaking game that could that is gonna be. But I agree with you. I think it will be Alabama, Texas for the national championship. Honestly, that sets up the SEC for the next 10 years with that with if that's the championship game that rivalry is gonna just skyrocket texas alabama uh, yes it will and honestly with alabama jalen milrow he's played really well down the stretch yes he has so yep alabama texas 
I hate to agree with you. I really don't want Alabama to win, but like he's JJ McCarthy against that Alabama defense. I just do not trust that guy. He's Oh, what do you think about uh we never talked about it. The guy from LSU, Daniels winning the Heisman Trophy. Oh, I think he stole it from Penix. Me too. I don't think he I don't think he was the best quarterback this year. Penix no. was awesome this year. Michael Penix led his team to an undefeated season, Pac-12 championship, not to mention they're in the college football playoff. And Michael Penix Jr., 4,218 yards, 33 touchdowns, nine interceptions, and he had a 64.1 completion percentage, and he had the highest quarterback rating in college football and didn't win the Heisman. He was good. He got rocked. Former Bronco quarterback, soon-to-be Bronco quarterback, Probably not. Crap in one hand, wish in the other, Eric. See what fills first. Anywho! Go Rams! Go Rams! (laughs) Go Rams! Go Lions! Go Broncos with a question mark because I'm kind of pissed at you for what you did. Yeah, screw. But definitely go Seahawks. Beat the Puddle Pigeons. Go Seahawks. No, go go Steelers. 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 No, No, go Steelers, I meant. Screw the (laughs) Eric got up and walked away. I meant. Come on.